You are listening to the Intentional Talk Radio Network. It is a Wednesday. This is hump day. Wednesday. We are headed into the weekend. So thank you very much for listening. We've got a great show planned for you this afternoon. Your host, Colette, Theta, and Corliss will be with you at the top of the hour to bring you a lively discussion on the voting issues. I'm sure you've heard that all of the uh, politicians from the Texas area took a bus to go and meet with Congress about voting. Why are we still doing this? Well, don't go away. Stick and stay. As Kenny Hendricks likes to say, boy, all of that rhymed should be a wrap. In any case, come on back. At the top of the hour, your host will be with you right away. Remember, you can get us all of your podcast platforms, Amazon, Google, Pandora, Stitcher, Black Talk Radio, all of the podcast platforms. Be right back. It's Wednesday, and it is time for Conversations. We've got a conversation with Colette, Theta, and Corliss this afternoon. And if you are with us each week, you know that we bring you great guests. We bring you great conversations. We bring you a lot to think about. Remember, this is where we talk to you, for you, with you, and about you. And it is all good. It is all good. So join in on the conversation. Remember, you can get us on all of your podcast platforms. That's Amazon, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, and so many others. So wherever you get your podcasts on demand, that's where you'll find the Intentional Talk Radio Network. Scroll down, choose your show, and enjoy it. This afternoon, we're going to have a lively discussion about voting We're also going to talk about why we're talking about voting and not holding our elected politicians accountable. They tell us one thing, they get to Washington, they become complacent. They forget that we put them there, sent them there, and we don't hold them accountable. So whatever is going on and we don't say anything about it, it's on us. It is on us. We have to hold the politicians accountable. Remember, Some politicians are lifelong politicians. They don't know anything else. So they just keep recycling and recycling and recycling until the day they go to the ground. They don't make anything better. Most of the time they make things worse, but they surely don't have a need to make things any better because we take it any way they dish it. Wrong again. Kenny Hendricks likes to talk about rank choice voting sure why not it's better than the system that we have the system that we have currently has worked for decades and decades and decades and now all of a sudden because of the maggot that was there a couple of years ago he's decided that everything is a lie that everything is false he's telling the lie and there are too many people that believe the lie We can no longer believe it. 
we cannot believe the lie. We know, we know what's going on. They don't want us to know what's going on. We've got to make sure that we hold the politicians accountable. And by holding them accountable, when they don't do what they claim they were going to do, what they have promised us that they were going to do, we have to say, wait, hold up, hold up. No, that was not what we talked about. We sent you to Washington, D.C. We sent you to Capitol for this reason, this reason, this reason, and this reason. And if you don't, if you don't do what you promised to do, if you don't deliver, you've got to go. You've got to go. We have to hold them accountable. They're not going to do it themselves for dead. Okay. Okay. So we've got to hold the politicians accountable. We absolutely must hold them accountable. Thank you for joining us. The two hosts, our hosts, Theda Redwine and Corliss Bennett. Thank you for being with us. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Go right ahead. Sorry, I'm a little late with the, when the VP calls a five minute, a 10 minute meeting and says, we, I need to talk to you before this announcement goes out. I'm like, oh Lord, but everything's good. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Appar- 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 apparently there was something going on with our university police and white officer with a black defendant. <laughs> what? Yeah. So he wanted to, he, he sent a, a, a quick text and was like, can y'all talk right quick? I got, give me five minutes. I didn't know what he was about to say. So uh, we have a new black police chief and he's taken the stand that, you know, immediate suspension and um, bringing in, um, you know, law officers to evaluate the case. So, I'm, so this brother's no joke. He's like, okay, you, you, you want to act stupid? I got something for you. So mm. whew, I was just glad it was, I didn't know what to expect. You know, all of a sudden you get this text is like, I just need mm. five, 10 minutes of your time. And I'm like, oh Lord. But anyway. So that's happy, camp. Happy hump day, everybody. Um, you know, you just you got to roll with the punches. <laughs> and absolutely. So that was campus police. Yeah, up in Humboldt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One of, one of the well, officers. But I know great. what you're talking about. Um, that's interesting that we're you're talking about politicians and and so again, um, with with me being the social action chair of the National uh, Panhellenic of Los Angeles, which is the uh, overarching umbrella group for the all the nine black freak organizations. One of the things that we're looking at um, and making sure is that everybody is registered. Um, Now, I I don't think it happens here, but in some states, if you haven't voted in two years, they, they don't, they unregister you for lack of better words. And so my role, yeah. And so this is all a part of this fighting against voter suppression. This, the, all the, it's like three, it's like I think he told me like 15 states that have these different laws that they're trying to push to keep basically us from voting, you know, closing polls. You know, we know about Georgia and you can't even bring somebody a bottle of water because you might be cheating. I, which to me, it's absolutely insane. insane. And that is just a, 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 a against people's basic needs to eat. And, you know, you've closed up all the polls. So now we all got to go to one poll. Mm-hmm. The line stretches around the corner in a two hour wait, but I can't bring you a chicken, a chicken man nugget uh, uh, meal because that, mm-hmm. is, that looks like I'm cheating, which is, I, I, I don't know. It's really interesting how this whole political election piece has just flipped its complete lid mm-hmm. for it lack has- of better words. 
It really, yeah. I mean, like I have never remember having this much issue trying to make sure a sister is registered, trying to make sure people are voting. Like this, this is this whole Trump situation has changed yeah. the whole dynamic of a the White House and b just the the fact that. I mean, who would have thought that a state would tell you, I can't bring you a bottle of water? That's that's insane. That is absolutely insane. And the other part is that if you do bring someone a bottle of water, what's going to happen? They're going to shut the polls down. That Someone's going to get arrested. They're going to get fined, a ticket. What's going to happen if you bring someone a bottle of water as they stand in line? That Apparently, they're thinking that that's going to do something to the, to no, the actual isn't. voting, which is stupid. No, that's insane. And they're just making up things. As every day. Every never day. have we never have we had this kind of uh, uh, furor, this kind of fight, this kind of flame and dysfunction right. before, after, and during an election. Right. I've never seen this before. And I've worked plenty of elections. I've worked quite a few. And I don't mean standing there in line. I've worked quite a few elections. This is ridiculous. I've never seen so much time spent after the election. Right. Joe Biden was inaugurated uh, last year. And we're still talking about the election, the voter fraud. We're still talking about why people should not have water, why we cannot have multiple polling places in one city, state, or town. We're talking about changing the laws now why the repubs have lost every reasonable piece, every reasonable grain of sense they have had. That's why our politicians need to be held accountable because if they're not doing their job and based on what I see, they're not doing their jobs. They are, and they haven't done their jobs in quite some time. They need to be held accountable. We've got to hold their feet to the fire the very same way those idiots are talking about recalling Gavin Newsom. We need to say enough is enough. Stop it. Stop it already. And they want to recall Gavin Newsom because he was doing his job, not right. because he did anything wrong, but because right. he was doing his job. He, he kept California on, on task. And I don't yes, know why did. that made people mad. I mean, that man because got on the news every day at one o'clock. Give us an update of what was going every on. Day, every day, every day. And he went over and above. And for those people that say they caught him out at a restaurant, at his restaurant with his people. So what? Okay, he's human. How does that impact you? Right. How does that, that impact part. you? That part. It, it's, okay. just, it's just this sense of nitpicking for no reason. That man kept this state in control yes he did we knew yes, exactly he did. what was happening we knew who was dying we knew what the numbers were we know whatever yes, and we got to, through it to the point where now okay with this new delta variant and there's some new cases but he made sure we were uh the communication was open do you think Absolutely. we got that from the president of the united states no 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 so it's time if we don't hold their feet to the flame. We. Uh oh, did we lose? Oh, no, 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 no. I was just reading this. The entire, you know what, rain so far is like turning over a log and watching maggots and other disgusting bugs crawl out. 
I would have to agree with that. Oh, that's totally Valerie you. <laughs> you. You and Valerie are friends because she, she's using your words. We're, we're friends. We agree. Maggots. Okay. Okay. So that's what it's like. So come on. We've got to hold their feet to the flame. Now, what's being said now is Rudy Giuliani was at the forefront of this flame about uh, the voting rights. Rudy Giuliani started all of this. So how is it Rudy Giuliani can come back and start a fire in such a way that the entire country is now in an uproar? Rudy Giuliani needs to go home, a prison. He needs to just go home and not talk. And not talk. He needs to go home because he doesn't know right from wrong. He's worse than a five-year-old. He's worse than a five-year-old. So he just needs to go home and just be put on lockdown because he's starting fires, unnecessary fires. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's your turn. Yes, please. Looking at the positive here, there are many people who didn't believe this type of thing was happening because Mm -hmm. it wasn't openly occurring in the past. So under the previous president, it was happening those of us that are well-educated or well-informed, educated whether formal or informally, that are well-informed, we're well aware. But this now has brought about, especially to Caucasians and individuals of other races that felt that we keep crying wolf and there really isn't anything going on. And that if you were fired, you were fired because you didn't do your job. Or if you were arrested, you were arrested because you deserved it. That this has helped prove the point. Many of them understand it's happening, but they don't know what to do about it. Now, as regards the politicians, they've said clearly that they are voting according to the polls. So we still have this huge faction of Trump constituents who see that from a polling perspective, he's still got a huge base. And they are playing to that base. Now, how this all shakes out, I don't know. Because we know that when President Obama was up for election, there were individuals who, who claimed they were Republicans who had voted in the Republican primary, where when the curtain closed, they voted in the other direction. So we can only hope and pray that that's what we're going to be looking at. And also that... When we look at how people are voting and what's on their minds and how they listen to the news or how they get their news, it is high time that people become educated about what's going on in this country. Because if they don't educate themselves on the system, and that's not to say I or we know everything about it, but what we try to do here on this network is educate people. We want all people to listen to what we're talking about because we're not the experts, but we certainly bring in the experts so that they well, can there is, all yeah, Absolutely. And in keeping with what you're saying, there's major conversation today in the past several weeks affiliated with the major stations where they are discussing mm-hmm. why there is such a problem with dissemination of incorrect information. And the bottom line was they found that social media sources like Facebook mm-hmm. are the culprits. And that's why 
Facebook is being brought to task. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Facebook should. And remember, it was Facebook. It was social media that gave what's her name a platform and allowed her to create a firestorm throughout the entire country. Patrice Colors. It was Facebook. All they have to do, all these young people have to do is put something on Facebook and it goes worldwide. So all this guy had to do was put something out there and say, we're going to have a, we're going to tear down the walls. We're going to tear down the Capitol walls. That's all he did. He used Facebook for destruction. The insurrection came about as a result of going on Facebook. So we've got to hold their feet to the fire. Why is it Facebook is allowed to be used for destructive reasons? We can't use Facebook for destructive reasons. If I go to Facebook and tell everybody to meet me over here on, on, on Royal Lane, because we're going to tear down North Park Mall, uh, before we get over there, somebody's going to have the police over there to get us. Right, which brings about a bigger issue, and that is, while the FBI was well aware yes. that this was brewing, the bottom line, which we're all waiting to hear, is why wasn't something done? Yeah, because they didn't intend to do it. I'm speaking of the, yeah, of the insurgency. Yeah, once again, why wasn't it done? Yeah, why wasn't it done? And remember, there were many people that said, oh, it, it's okay. They're okay. They're peaceful. Peaceful? You call that peaceful? I'd hate to see violent. If that was a peaceful protest, that wasn't a protest. It was an insurrection. It was an unruly, out of control riot. It was a takeover. So there was nothing peaceful about that. There was nothing peaceful about that. A woman died. Oh, I'm sorry. Two people died. The police officer and the girl that was shot. Five people actually died. Oh, five people. Yeah. Uh, one, uh, another uh, the officer was killed there. Another officer had a heart attack. Another one yeah. committed suicide. Right. So it's a total of five people. Five people. And don't forget the guy that was the officer that tried to go through the door. And the mob pushed the door. And he was standing between the door frame and the door closure. They were crushing him. And all he could do was scream. He has... He, he didn't have strength to push that mob back. So all of the things that took place, them knocking down the fence, going through there, breaking the windows of the Capitol building. There's a all I can say is that was a group of black folks. That would have been a totally it, different situation. It would, have been a, it would have been a massacre. In fact, they would have never gotten close to the Capitol building. Exactly. Okay. Thank well, that, that issue actually came up because um, there's an interview that is out with uh, one of the top military personnel, and they talk about how when he met with Trump, Trump wanted him to send the U.S. military, not the reserve, but the military out to what he called restore peace. And the, the military personnel, and they've got the actual tape, told him, and he pointed to a picture of Lincoln, and he said he had had a um, an insurgency. He said, what you have is a political disagreement. 
So because Trump was trying to send out the military for black protesters. So it's really, really interesting, both that segment and uh, the book that's just been released that talks about how Trump became unhinged at the end. And basically it's saying that everything that you saw was premeditated, which we all know. Because one, it was premeditated and because he continues to lie as he does and because at that time on January 6th, he was still living in the White House. He was in control of nothing, but he was still living in the White House, residing in the White House. He should be held responsible for everything. Now, I do hear in the news that he's facing some serious jail time. He's The charges that are being lodged against him are just unstoppable, incredible. It, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. So the list goes on. Start the trial. Start holding him accountable. Start it. And all of them, Mitch McConnell, all of these politicians who are not doing their jobs, who feel like they don't have to do their job because they are grandfathered in to the political system, it's time for them to go. They mean no good to this country. They mean no good to the people of this country. And personally, I think it's obvious that they mean no good because they don't do anything for the good of the country. They don't do anything for the good of the people. Who benefits by the things that they do? I'd like to know that. Does anybody have an idea? Who benefits by what Mitch McConnell does? Who benefits by what Tom, what's his name? Tim, Ted Cruz. Who benefits? I can't think of one person, not even the people in Texas. So who benefits by gets Marjorie Taylor Greene? Who benefits by having those maggots in office? Who benefits? I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody benefits at all. So holding their feet to the fire, all of them, whether it's that group or the other group, they need to all be held accountable. And I guess everyone might say, well, how do we do that? We start by first, before we elect these people, we have to know that they are really for the people. There are elections coming up next year and in 24. How do we hold them accountable? And if they're not going to be accountable, if they're not going to go to Capitol buildings and represent the people that they claim they are representing, they don't need to go. The country is in turmoil and the elected politicians are not doing anything to resolve or rectify the turmoil and the chaos and the dysfunction. What is your feeling about that, Theta? All right, to unmute. let's roll back for a minute. I'm, I'm interested in both what you and Corliss have to say as regards what you're talking about uh, being held accountable. Let's talk about those who the FBI has already presented. Okay. Because yeah. they were key components in the insurgents. Right. And I'd like to know what you ladies think about the penalties that have been um, handed down thus far. Right. 
Now, Theta, okay, let's answer that question. Make no mistake. We know exactly what path we're on. We know exactly what actions we need to take. And while that may take more time than some people want, want it to take, I respect their impatience. Nancy Pelosi. Hmm. Okay. You respect that. Now, what are we doing? What are we doing to get past this? What are we doing to make sure that these kinds of things don't happen? Corliss, what do you have to say about that? I, uh, right now, I'm just, I'm, yeah. No comment at this point. I just, I, it's just, I, you know, it, it's like what, what we're doing here locally, you know, being a, I think, I don't know. I feel like something, uh, I'm sorry. My mind is just going a mile a minute. I, I don't know what it is that we can do. I know people look to California you know, for, you know, whatever it is that's going on and then it spreads across or whatever the case may be. But I, I, I don't know what, what is it that we need to do in order for the voices to be heard so that these folks can do their job, like, you, you know, what you were saying. Well, you know what? I think we need to use social media for the reason we have social media, not for what it's been used for in the past, what, one, two, three, four, five years. And I think during an election year, we need to start with talking to everyone that is of voting age. And we need to do that now. And just as people have said, in fact, just as said, said when he was on the show, I think last uh-huh. week. Uh-huh. He said that people need to be aware of the elections that are not presidential elections. Those elections that elect the the uh, local politicians. Uh-huh. So we need to make sure that people are listening, that they're learning, that they're being educated, that people understand what's going on. It's one thing. To right. Be- but Yolanda, not to cut you off. But my, my, my point is, look at the penalties that are being handed down to those people who were part of the insurgents or key components that committed these crimes. Mm-hmm. Their punishment is so light that it's going to be difficult to get people to vote because they're going to believe it doesn't matter. You know, we fought that yes. before. Right, And right. my point is that if we're not holding people accountable who did bodily harm. Yeah. They're definitely going to see this little white collar crime as a nothing because there's no penalty for that. I and agree. we're looking at the fact that you can kill someone, you can beat them with the American flag, you can do all of that, and we're going to say, "Well, and I get away you with learned it. your lesson. You yes. learned your lesson. Now you go home and you put this on your ankle and you stay there until you're ready to come out and be a good American citizen." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, as you say that, it makes me think about, we can go back to Emmett Till, Jim Crow. We can go back to the Emancipation Proclamation. We can go back as far as we can remember on the things that we have read on history. But we are not holding the government. We're not holding the maggot. We don't know 
who to hold accountable for that insurrection. Because they're telling us that it's one thing and it's another. And just as you said, Theta, they're going to find out who they were. And they tell us that they're going to be prosecuted to the furthest extent of the law. That's not true. Does anybody on this broadcast know anybody that has gone to jail as a result of being involved in that insurrection? How about no? No. Nobody knows anybody that was involved in that. Nobody knows anybody that's gone to jail. Nobody knows anybody that's being held accountable. And what's going to happen? We saw a few people, maybe four, five, six people who stood before the judge. We don't know what happened to them. We don't know if they ever spent one moment behind bars. Well, if you want to back, if you want to back it up here in Texas, you know, we had the uh, Caucasian beautician didn't believe that that mask mandate should apply to her. And she raised, she got over half a million dollars. That's right. In she would go fund me money and is running she, for office. Yes, she so did. So she was rewarded for inappropriate behavior. Yes, that's right. Sure did. And in California at the time, the woman who was pissed off and mad at Gavin Newsom because her restaurant had to close, it was in December, and she was on the news crying, my people won't be able to buy Christmas gifts because we, they won't have any money. I can't pay them. She defied Gavin Newsom. She defied the order to shut down. I'm sure that what she did, she put up a GoFundMe page. She went on social media. Everybody else can use social media for what they want but us. Why are we not doing this? Why? That's a question I want to know. I am guilty of not being on Facebook. I can't stand Facebook but I sure see what Facebook does. I see that. So how do we make good things? How do we make beneficial things happen by using Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of those things? How do we do that? We have to sit for hours at a time and just make sure that we get the message out because people have got to be held accountable. We've well, got Yolanda, unfortunately, it's going to take partnering with those entities that you despise. So we're talking the Megan Stallion. We're talking Cardi B. Oh, because no. they're, that's what it's going to take, which oh, means no. you're going to have to be okay with the fact that we're going to have to give something to get something. Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is that's who they're listening to. Mm-hmm. You are painfully right. You are painfully correct. And I guess if that's what we have to do, even though I know Cardi B for one, she probably doesn't read and has never picked up a book in her entire life. <laughs> she's a history buff. Huh, yeah, right. Uh-huh. For real. On the, yeah. on the real. That's well, what she, she These history. are complicated uh young young adults very complicated and even if you look at um lizzo she's highly educated and classically trained she can really blow a flute like nobody's business well but that's not how they make their money no these are individuals who tried mainstream mainstream didn't pay off same reason many of the young ladies are strippers and of course cardi came through the stripper route however she had actually gone to a magnet school in high school and was deemed very talented. 
but it didn't bring enough money for them to live on. That takes us all the way back to the issue of economics. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Lizzo found out she could go to the Laker game and not wear any clothes and turn around to the camera and show the world how big her back is. And she got all kind of free press for it. So as you're talking about what does it take in order to get their attention, you're going to have to oh, see, notice what they're doing. Oh, I'm not see. saying you need to go there and that you need to show your, your behind. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that you have to recognize who they listen to. Ooh, and these are the highly educated ones. And that's who's got to do the PSAs. Okay. doesn't matter that that's not what those of us who right. are uh, in the baby boom category don't like. It. That's irrelevant. Right. Okay. Now this is, uh, what's her name? This is Lizzo, I think, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's is Lizzo. Is this Lizzo? That's Lizzo? Yeah, that's Lizzo. That's Lizzo. So what? Correct. So she is a... Flutist. Flautist. She was that she was that first. Right. And before this money. other. Oh yeah. So, so she decided to take her clothes off. Actually, she didn't do it. There's a machine that tells you this is what you do if you want to make money. That's what happens to many of the rap artists. Because I personally worked with some. I thought they were excellent. But when they made it to the label portion, the label said, You must have made this for Miss Redwine. And laughed because it didn't have any profanity in it. So they had to add all the expertise in order to get an agreement that they could be published. Kenny, can you speak to that? No, that's absolutely right. I mean, even even the early guys that were doing, you know, quote unquote, normal rap, they were told, you know, we're not going to renew your contract. You're not going to get a contract. You have to do the negative stuff. It, it it is part of a huge plan to decimate our communities, and and it, and it, and it remains today. You know, they right. they sent the uh, they uh, put the crack in our communities back in the eighties. I'm assuming the nineties, I guess it was eighties, nineties, and they decided they needed something new, and they knew that they could do that with music, right. and so they took this this rap and hip hop, and these guys were really popular. If you look at rap at the beginning, it wasn't that bad. You had Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Fresh Prince, MC Hammer, none of them were doing anything negative. But then came NWA and all that, and then it snowballed, and that's all you hear. And any of the stuff you hear on the radio now, I mean, it is just absolute, complete garbage. You know, even notwithstanding the words, but there's not even any music behind it. It's just noise. It's just noise behind it. So our music has devolved into just just this noise. So right. yeah, you, you're right. You're absolutely right, Theta. This is what they're being told. If you don't do it negative, you will not get a contract. So what we need to do in our community, we need to do it ourselves. We're still going to somebody to say, yes, we will bring you in. Yes, we'll pay you. Yes, you are accepted. Yes, you you can do what I tell you to do yet. So how do we stop this cycle? Because it's simply a cycle and it really gets us nowhere. It doesn't do anything for us because those folks who get a little bit of money, they blow it, somebody gets shot and it's all for naught. So how do we take control and say, that is not gonna happen any longer? 
That's not going to happen. How do we take control? Because we're all old enough to remember. Never mind, Corliss, not you. We're all old enough to remember. (laughs) (laughs) We're all old enough to remember when could somebody be shot 64 times? How does that happen? Chicago rapper, KT, whatever. How do they stand over somebody and shoot them 64 times? 64 bullet wounds to the head and other parts of the body? What? And and he he had just gotten out of jail. They had just released him from jail. And I was talking to a friend of mine earlier about this. You have to look at who bailed him out. They knew he was getting out. They knew he was going to get out mm-hmm. and be shot. And that was in Chicago or Atlanta? Chicago. Okay, what does it say about the other one further down? Okay, it says rapper King Vaughn and two others there. An Atlanta shooting. I can't believe this. So I, I am not of the belief that we can't do anything. I don't believe that old saying, well, what are you going to do? I I can't go by that. Indian red boy killed on Instagram. What? Corliss, did you know about this? Killed in Hawthorne? I heard something about there was a rapper that was killed, but I didn't. They they mentioned it on Channel 5, but but I had to leave before they could actually talk about it. But I did hear about some rapper in front of viewers. His murder broadcast over the social media network. Are you kidding? So you didn't hear about that, Corliss? No, I mean, I heard that there was somebody who who did that, but I didn't see who um, it was a story. You know, Channel 5 mentioned it. And so by the time, I guess, whenever it went on, I was already out the house. That is just incredible. That is just, I, I, uh, this is the world we live in now. You know, things are going to be publicized. You know, he's on, he's online and gets killed. That's crazy. That's crazy. That is insane. But when you say this is the world we live in now, that, that can't be. I don't think that, how do you, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. This is the world we live in now. It cannot be. It's either somebody gets shot and killed or somebody suffering from COVID or there's something. There isn't anything that is peaceful. There isn't anything that is, uh, I I just, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. That is just insane. That's just insane. I didn't real. I mean, like I said, I heard it. And I was like, okay, but they didn't say who the rapper was. So I mean, this I don't know this rapper's name per se. Um, I've never heard of him, but but I mean, <laughs> wow. And and we're talking about voter suppression. We're talking about why we've got to come up with a, a resolve or some kind of fix for this voting issue. And on the side, I don't even think that's on the side. I think it's in the forefront. 
rappers are, are being shot in other parts of the country. So what's important, voting or the constant barrage of shootings? What's important? I Throw it up and wherever it lands, it lands. I don't get it. We, we're in a crisis. Forget about COVID. We're in a crisis. We're in a human crisis. Because this is so inhumane. This just doesn't make any sense. And we're constantly talking about what the Black community should do. We're constantly talking about, as we did yesterday, about creating generational wealth. We can't get to generational wealth because the current generation will be wiped out completely in a minute. So is there a resolve? Is there a fix? Is there a quick fix? Is there a timely fix? How do we get to some kind of humanity? How do we get to some kind of balance? How do well, we get- that, that rolls all the way back to real estate. And the fact that we don't own the homes, we don't Mm -hmm. have the generational wealth, Mm -hmm. and we don't have the basics that are needed to change the mindset. So if you're missing the very basics, it's very difficult because you're in an environment in which you're fighting for survival. So it's impossible to believe that a mere vote is going to change any of that. So it's going to take education from the ground up. And there is lots going on now to work on that. The affordable housing situation, there's a whole segment on that gentrification there. We can do a whole whole segment on that as well. But this is a, a, a ground, uh, a base problem. And you're just seeing what that looks like on the surface. And it's individuals who feel hopeless and helpless. And the students that I've worked with, um, basically didn't think they were going to live past 21 anyway. So there really wasn't any point of doing any of the things that we're talking yes, about. Right. So you have to first make them believe that there is change and they have to actually participate. And yes. I think the station did a really good job of showing options of what that could look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I really, as you say that, I'm thinking back to the 90s, 95, 98, 2000, 2003, 4. I'm thinking back about back then when I was teaching classes and I'll never forget, I was at Fremont conducting a workshop. And most of my students at that time were African-American students. And I'll never forget on several occasions this happened but a student came walking in. And when I conducted the workshops, I I usually had anywhere from 250 to 300 students in one workshop. And this one happened to be at Fremont High School. A student walks down the aisle in the auditorium and he's talking loud. And my first response is to quiet him down and tell him to get in a seat. But as he's walking down the aisle, He begins to talk about respect and character, just as I'm doing. And one of the things that he said that was so incredible and so telling was that he did not think that he was going to be alive to see 21. He said he was not going to be alive to see 21. So it didn't make any difference how he acted. 
he because he knew wow. he would be alive. I had another student at Youth Opportunities Unlimited where you came, Corliss. Right. And there were two students. One student I sat and talked to for a very long time because at the time he was 16 years old. He said, why do, why should I go to school? I'm going to be in jail in a minute. Miss Williams, I'm sitting here talking to you. I'll be in jail in a minute. I'll walk out this door. I'll be in jail. So I have had countless students tell me that why I'm going to be in jail. I'm either going to be in jail or I'm going to be dead. And that was their mantra. They saw nothing else. They saw their fathers, their uncles, their brothers, their friends, their cousins. They saw everybody. And that was their fate. So they figured, I'm no different. So in their heads, they figured, I'm no different. And and the 16-year-old told me, William, I I don't care about going to jail. That ain't no big thing. Everybody's in jail. Everybody I know is in jail. So when that is the way they grow the way they live that's all they know jail is a piece of cake not living to 21 that's already written out they already know they already know and they actually see it as a rite of passage yes and that you go through this process and you come out on the other side and then what happens is you get back in the game or if you're lucky you've learned a skill in there or if you were able to get into one of the prison programs, they've got what I actually participated in, where you get to pre- you learn how to make a business plan, you put your business plan together, and then when you come out, you execute. Mm-hmm. Given that they know that they're coming out as felons, the job market's limited. So, you know, they recognize that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because they do have dreams, but the problem is when you're the first in your family to try and do something different. There is no guidance. There is no direction. And when you're always the smartest one, you know, I always say this, if you're the smartest one in the room, then you're always going to be limited as to how far you can go. And that's what they're up against. So the rest of the world has made it clear that they are afraid of that. They are reminded of that daily, whether it's the television shows, whether it's the music they hear, whether it's walking down the street or whether it's trying trying to buy a suit, the world is afraid of them and they know that. Mm-hmm. So you can't help but internalize that. Right. And once they do that, and it's not once they do that, I think you're freezing, Colette. There, constantly. And anything else? Go ahead. No, you were freezing. Kenny Hendricks? You you were freezing. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I did. Okay. Okay. Well, once these kinds of things take place, it's a challenge, but not impossible to go back and undo some of this. Because as we talk about frequently, we didn't have this kind of world to live in when we were youngsters. We're still youngsters. Our world was entirely different. Where did we go wrong? Was it technology? 
Was it technology? No, there it is right there. I mean, we had different battles at that time, but see, different social values. media and technology yes. has increased so yes. much that it, it, it runs our life. I mean, we're on technology now. We're doing Zoom. Yes. You know, we, we, everything is about, like you said, the Facebook, the Instagram or whatever that, you know, whatever that avenue is, that was not here before. Right. Right. You That's know? absolutely right. So right. if you go back 30 years, we were dealing with other situations. Other situations, and none of them were like this. Not even none close. of them. Right, you're right. Not even close. Not even close. We didn't. In fact, I remember I was an adult with children, at least one, two. When I lost my aunt, and I didn't know how to handle it, and because I'd never lost anybody before, that was in 1990, and. It was devastating for me. I was an adult married with children and I didn't know how to handle it. It just threw me for a loop. I've never lost anybody before, but these folks nowadays, every time they talk, somebody else is gone. Every Somebody's gone. They're going to a service. This, the Angela's funeral home on Crenshaw can't have enough of them. They had to start limiting their services. They had to put out a a notice to the community, can't do anymore. Did you know that, Corliss? No, I didn't know that. Yes. But I mean, when you have somebody who passed in December and they still haven't had a funeral for them, that's an issue. Yes. Yes. That is an issue. So, Pat, did you know that about, about Angela's? They sent out a notice. I didn't know they sent out a note. Oh, I didn't Yeah, and I can't remember. I don't re- really remember how it was, how it circulated. It may have gone on social media. I don't remember. I just remember talking about it. And Angela said no more. How did it go out? I don't, I just don't remember how it went out, but it did go out because they, Angela's had something like 21 in a two week period or three week period, oh, wow. something crazy something crazy i've passed by angeles where the police were stationed strategically in that area have you done that have you seen that corliss Pat? no i haven't i haven't seen that yeah i've seen it where the police were stationed strategically but wait wait so why are they there i'm sorry what, what why would they because be there it's a it's a uh service for a gang member oh 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 okay and retaliation. No, they're there. They're there. No, they're there because it's, that's right. That's what it is. Yeah. Because, because they, it's like sitting it's ducks, you know, yeah, you can come through it. And so it's the, usually, yeah, it, it's about, yeah, I got more for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I was working at Youth Opportunities Unlimited and Pat and Corliss, you might remember this when uh, Manchester and Vermont, I think it was Vermont, Manchester and Vermont, but Manchester all the way to Inglewood was closed because there was a service going on and the gang members went to the service and started kicking over the casket shooting. Do oh my you, God. You don't remember that? No. The, the reason I remember is because my principal went to the service. My principal, uh, Deborah Callahan went to the service and it was bad. 
It was very bad. And I left, I left Youth Opportunities Unlimited, I believe, in 204. And that was before then. So this has been going on a while. And my thought is, how many of these rappers does, uh, what's her name? Cardi B? Theta, you said that she's a historian. That is correct. You know, I said that she is a history buff. Yeah. A history buff. A history buff. I need to have a she conversation. Loves, with this girl. She loves studying that. Mm-hmm. She loves history, but she was the one yep. that did that disparaging video with Coretta Scott King. Who was it? Coretta Scott King. Oh, that one where they were playing the role of the different yes. people. Yes. Coretta Scott King, Betty Shabazz. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. So she's a history buff. She's a history buff, but that caused her some issues. You remember that, Corliss? Yeah, I remember okay. that. Yes. But there's there's a difference. He said something about King was a hoe or something. Yeah, or he was she a hoe. Did. yeah. yeah. Oh but he God. was. Yeah. But he was. I mean, he was, but she, yeah. but, <laughs> no, 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 no. she, she did state no. facts, but no. she didn't have to state it the way she did. Right. No. And guess what? And guess what? We agree. It's not her we place. Agree. It is not her place. What gives her the right to do something that is so disparaging and so disgusting? P- those people weren't even alive. She we can't. We cannot argue with this child about the truth. At the end of the day, if if we're going to be a radio show, we can't be upset because somebody told the truth because that's what we're talking. Because that's right. our complaint about the Republican Party is that they won't tell the truth. Right. Right. They won't. Now tell we may not like it, but it, it is what it is. Martin right. had but, a problem. We know right. that. But, but Clinton has a problem. We know that. Kennedy all, has a problem. We know that. Trump, yeah. we all know that. Too. Oh, yeah, we all know that. But, right. But my point again, my point again, right. we know that they don't tell the truth. But what gives her the right? Because she's a public figure. And I'm okay with it because she's the one that's going to get the message because they believe her. Okay. They believe her. She told it like it is. They learned a little something, something. Now we need to use her to get the rest of the truth out, which is you need to go and take a look at who's dying, see why they're dying, look at why you need to vote, vote, pay attention to what's happening, pay attention to what we're telling you you can do to make a change. So I'm saying if we know that she has credibility with them, street cred as they call it, then that's where we need to go. If we want to see a change, we don't have to like it, but it is what it is. And the truth. I think uh, we, she's. Yeah, oh, no, we she went on. Have. She went on mute. Okay. Theta, you, we you went on mute. Okay, there we go. Yeah. It wouldn't let me stop. But okay. anyway. All right. That's no, but that. if, she, if, she, if we can only get the truth from somebody like her. We are in trouble. I don't care how you Here say we are. Yep. <laughs> if, we, if she is our vehicle to get the truth and get the word out, we are in trouble, people. And Girl, you can- we've been in trouble for a long time. You know it. We've okay. been in trouble yes, for I decades. Do. Yes, I do. We but live That's the only it. way we get the truth out, baby. Okay. We need to. We are in some trouble. Deep pony horse hockey. I We're agree. In We're in trouble. So I don't care what she does or has on social media. 
if that is our only way of getting the word out to our people, oh my God, we might as well be back on the plantation. Because remember, two years went by before the folks in Galveston knew that they were free. Okay, so we're in trouble. And we're setting, we're sitting back, resting on our laurels, becoming complacent, letting all of this crap go by. And then once it's gone by, we sit back and we look like buckwheat. So enough is enough. Enough is enough. And Theta, frankly, I got what you're saying. That's why you're a part of this, because you tell it the right way. But let me tell you, that's the right, wrong way. If we have to, okay. I agree. I, if, I'm with you. I get you. Okay. If that's all we have, God dog, then my, my granddaughter can twerk and say all the things that Cardi B says, and I shouldn't say anything. That's not what I said. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm saying we might have to dance with the one that brought us. I mean, if she can get us where we want to go, we might have to take that ride. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know what? I got you. I got you. I'm I'm just uh now Maxine, remember I made reference previously to the fact that Maxine Waters spoke to uh Megan Three Stallion and told her she was proud of her. Now oh, yeah. Megan Ooh, did the WAP thing. Now that was that was I, I don't get that one. I don't understand that. Because uh, I didn't get the knows. correlation. It, it threw me off Maxine, and I still don't have it. Can one of y'all share me close? Can you help Maxine, me understand? Well, yeah, and I haven't seen this rock thing because again, I I I listen to uh, uh, my my music on my my phone, so I don't even know what's out pretty much unless I like you know Soul Train Music Awards or whatever the awards. But let me tell you something about Megan. She has a degree from USC. Girl, shut up. Yes, yes. Girl, shut up. She sure up. does. Absolutely. Not, not not I was there at the games. Not that I was walking on campus acting like a student. Degree holding. Oh yeah, alumni. absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh-huh. She's an alum, and I was trying but to think, gonna... did she ever come by my office? I was like, golly, I didn't reckon, you know, I, you know, when oh, I yeah. see somebody, I oh, know yeah. my face, but, but she is an alum, and so I don't know what part of what Maxine was proud of. It could not have been whatever this, 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 this thing. It couldn't have been this WAP thing. It had to be something else. I hope and pray. What is WAP thing? Uh, you have to look it up. We can't discuss that we cannot discuss what that means you're gonna have oh. to look that up that oh. that's okay there you go that tells yeah, it that's, all. A, that's a song right isn't it a song see that lets you know where i'm at it it's is song, but correct? You, it it is a, it is a song but you have to look up what that what wap means you have to look that up it's an acronym by the look way look it up before the song yes i got it you call me i'll tell you oh lord I don't know. I don't know it's, what WAP means. I've, I've heard them talk about it. I, I Like I said, I had the, um, what's the last awards that just when I wasn't so trained? It's the, she, um, she and Cardi B did a horrible thing on the Grammys. She and Cardi, yeah, Cardi B had a very, very explicit routine. I'm not going to call it choreographed. They had a <laughs> explicit, vulgar routine Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they collaborated. I believe she. What is the award that just happened? I come my mind. I my mind. 
Anyway, okay. um, it was BET, the BET Awards. That's what it was. Well, so I, think they, got, I think they actually got an award for that collaboration. No, they didn't. That I wasn't a collaboration. So. That was a vulgar skit. <laughs> that that and, was, and, yeah, and unfortunately, it, that's what sells, and that's how and that's how they're. But yes, it I only guess. sells to folks that look like us. It's not, not true. Not true. Let me tell you, the white people buy all that stuff. I mean, so let's take it back before the download piece. Ice Cube did a concert at USC. It was a part of a movement that Jody Armour, who's a, who's a law professor. Anyway, I'm sitting in Boulevard, which is the largest venue that holds about, um, what is it, 15, yes. 1500, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm sitting in Boulevard, and Ice Cube is on the stage. And, you know, I know some of the songs, so I'm, you know, I got my little head bopping. All the damn white kids knew the words. Ooh. So please don't keep, keep please don't be uh, dismayed when, when I say that's not just us buying the music. Trust me, it's not enough of us to make that music popular. No, but the problem the problem is those white kids are not trying to live that lifestyle, and they're not getting killed every day. That's the difference. That's that part. Now that part is true. They're, yes. they're not living that lifestyle, so our kids get that stuff, and they become right. that's their life. That's how right. they live. They live. Right. So there there has to be a difference. There has to be a way to say you cut it off now, because white folks don't take that home. I don't care what Britney Spears does or. Taylor Swift or all of those, you don't see them doing the same thing. You don't see them doing that. Jimmy laid Jimmy Ray Ty, no, Bob, Bill, Billy Ray Cyrus. He's not going to do that. And even though his daughter is scandalous, she's not going to do that. So what is it about us that we have? That's the only way we can communicate. That's the only way we entertain that's worth anything. And if that's how we have to get our message out, we are in trouble. Yeah, pretty much. We are in trouble. And having said all of that, we were just told it's time. This conversation is really going to get live. The master engineer is pulling the plug. Yes, we have just had the plug pulled or almost pulled. But folks, it's been fun, but we got to run. We're told it's time. So thank you for joining us. This has been Conversations with Colette, Theta, and Corliss. Thank you for joining us. And remember, this is where we talk to you, for you, with you, and about you. And it is all good. Remember, Intentional Talk Radio Network on all of your podcast platforms. And this is where we do it right. You won't get that gutter stuff from us. Thank you for joining us, folks. We'll see you back here, same time, same space, on Sunday with Shine with Shondell. You know, we're all coming back next week. So have a good evening. Be safe going home if you need a ride home. Holla. Thank you. Good night. Take care. Good night, everybody. Take care.